show where we talk about all things pop culture and what we're into right now. I'm Josh. I'm AJ. And here we are to talk about Prey. But first, what's up, AJ? Not much, man. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Tired, but uh, I'm, I'm here for the people. Oh, I, I appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, we here in Texas, we've gone from, uh, uh, you know, melting alive to now needing a, a, a life raft. It's like flooding down here, man. It's crazy. Do you guys get a, get a hurricane yet? Not yet, but uh, it's a brewing. It's a brewing. Right Yikes. now, we're just getting Yikes. some areas in uh, in Texas, like Dallas and like San Antonio. They got like a foot of of rain. What? So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Um, you know, hey, we just we just traded one hell for another. That's all it is. <laughs> That's yeah. All it is. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, speaking of craziness, the uh, streaming wars continue. Uh, um, my favorite my favorite battle. Your favorite. Uh, yeah. Your favorite and Alex's favorite show, you know, released. Mm. Um, She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. Woo. <laughs> I was so excited. No, I didn't even watch it yet. I, yeah. <laughs> I kind of forgot about or, it. Or uh, I, I, think, I think your tag was uh, your sing song, Single Female Lawyer. Single female lawyer. That's a uh, Futurama joke, if anyone oh, <laughs> likes Futurama. Okay. Yeah, they're making fun of, uh, I think it's Ally McBeal. So, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so, I mean, like, that came out. I watched the first episode. It, it was it was entertaining. House of the Dragon just came out. Started yeah. It, it was pretty Can't entertaining. Yeah. I don't know whether we'll do all of those shows, but I can tell you something about She-Hulk that I think if they just lean on the comedy side and break away from MCU-ifying the show. Like, not everything has to feed into the, the MCU beast. Um, Preach. So, yeah. So, if they could just... If they, if they just got to be okay. Sometimes She-Hulk can just be a show, you know, yeah. on its own, you know? You, you, you can take something, like, pre-existing, a pre-existing yeah. IP, and yeah. put your own spin on it. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have to feed into the beast. That's all I'm saying. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And like that. That kind of brings us to our main topic of discussion: prey. Yeah. Uh, Which, for those of you who don't know, this this is a predator movie, like Arnold Schwarzenegger Predator, like the alien that that hunts people. Yeah. Uh, for and for the record, I think the first time I saw the trailer for it. I was like, oh, this looks, this looks like Apocalypto. I don't know if you remember that. It's a Mel Gibson yeah. movie. Uh, awesome uh, movie, but zero, awesome movie. zero accuracy. No. <laughs> yeah. This, I Mel didn't, Gibson I didn't so. does not care about historical accuracy and at all. I don't, so to his defense, I didn't think Apocalypto was meant to be like a historically accurate movie. I never got that sense. I just thought it was more like uh, an action film set in that time period. Because I didn't really think that it was ever trying to say, like, this happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of his right, other but movies. Like, so, yeah. God, yeah, but yeah. Cough, yeah. cough, the Patriot. Cough, cough, allegedly right. cough. Yeah, but, like, uh, the, there is, movies, like, but, or, or uh, Braveheart. Braveheart. Dude, great yeah. movie, but zero accuracy, dude. Right, right. So, Apocalypto, if you guys, if no one's ever seen it, it's it's really good. Um, it's, it is in... Now, that's the thing. I don't know what language that is, so... It's it's supposed to be yeah, like it's like Aztec. some Mesoamerican yeah, Meso, Aztec yeah. Mayan type of thing. Yeah. So uh, I don't even know if that's if that's a real. Th- those are my people. A, but I don't know if that's a real language. Like, does that, who speaks that? I don't know. That's fascinating. Uh, there's actually it. 
I don't know that one specifically, but like yeah. there are a lot of pockets where like people speak these indigenous languages. Oh, not okay, Spanish. okay. Like in okay, Mexico, okay. Guatemala. Yeah, it's not uh, like for my, sure. My stepbrother, yeah. my stepbrother has an uncle who speaks like one of those languages. Like ah. I, I, one of my dad's relatives, like I, they, I know they speak it or something. So. Okay, okay, yeah. I just wasn't yeah. sure if that like did Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson it and just make it up, but um, no, it's before a really the good movie. Yeah, before they got colonized. Uh, no, it's a it's a good movie, and I thought. When I saw the trailer, it reminded me a lot of that. And then at yeah. the end of the trailer, you hear the, the little predator clicks. I'm like, yo, what? I was like, that's crazy. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, that. I like that. I, yeah. I, I, was, I was in the same boat where I was like, oh, cool. Like Native American movie, you know, getting to like see, you know, what they were up to back then. And I was like, oh, Predator. And for those of yeah. you who don't know, some people have never seen it. Predator was a movie that came out in the eighties action yeah. movie. Uh, and it's about this alien, a species of aliens that will go to different planets. And for some reason, they keep coming to earth to hunt. Yeah, they're a yeah. uh, warrior culture, hunting culture. They want to prove they're the best. They want to go after the, the apex predators of whatever planet. Um, so that, that that's kind of their whole deal. Mm. Um, but like that, that brings me to something that I thought was so interesting. I th- personally, me, I don't think I saw a lot of promotion for this movie aside from like YouTube trailers. I don't know about I mean, you. There really wasn't. Uh, like I said, I saw the trailer for it. Oh boy, when I saw when the Batman, the Batman movie it was came mo- out it was months ago. Yeah, yeah, when the Batman movie came out, that was really the only. Um, that was really the only like like trailer I saw for it. I remember thinking like, okay, that that could work because uh, at its core, I think what the like before I even watched this movie, my my thoughts were kind of just I feel like the predators, the the predator is used too much in like the from what I can remember, mind you, I've watched two pre- I watched two predator movies very a, a very long time ago. I think the second time, the one with um. The one that came out more recently, I, I can barely remember any scene from it. But from the impressions I get from what I can remember, if a lot of this is modern technology versus this primitive uh, creature, primitive in the sense of, you know, he's they're fighting in this jungle arena type of thing, and it just never had the right feel for it. And I couldn't put my tongue, I couldn't put my finger on, as to like why until I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, mm. because the playing field isn't is leveled now. Like now it's truly leveled now, right? Like, like one, the predator is legitimately a predator. Whereas like in these other movies, you got these like, you know, big muscle mound bound people with their guns and stuff like that. Like it's not super leveled. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's more like one guy knows how to fight much better than the other one, but the other one's also got like, you know, a magnum or something like it, it's just not a super level fight where this is like legitimately like, oh, this is actual a, a predator, like in yeah. the true sense. You know what I mean? So I think that's why when I saw the trail, I was like, this is cool. This yeah, is cool. It, it, it's it's a fresh take. Yeah, like the, we've seen take. a lot of renditions of the predator books, comic books, movies. Uh, the predator was in one of the Ghost Recon games. Yeah, I which I ever, played yeah. and it was actually yeah. really cool. And it, it made really me really hard. mad because it was really hard and it was really short. Um, yeah. That was the, that was probably the most aggravating part about that. I'm like, they should have just made this a DLC. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that would have been I, so I cool. That. I would have played yeah. that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, that was. I forgot about that. That's a good point. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they, there wasn't a lot of promo, but uh, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it in a second. But going into the production of the film, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's from Hulu. So kind of cool. Not you yeah. know, traditional theatrical release. Pros and cons to that. Uh, other really cool thing. It's a largely Native American slash First Nations cast. Yeah. Which you Pretty don't cool. get that many films like that, which considering like America, the United States dominates the film industry. Mm-hmm. It's like sadly ironic that native people don't have a strong representation in that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, this could be my, my ignorance. I don't know, but I don't didn't recognize any major names like attached to this as far as like actors. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I, I honestly couldn't, and that's not to disparage anyone who's in the movie. I, I just right, right. wasn't sure. About, I didn't. I couldn't recognize anyone, but I, I like that. Uh, I was actually just talking to yes. a friend today that like movie studios don't really do that anymore. They're so afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, for those who don't know, a lot of these studios use like an algorithm to build their cast, right? So that's how you get something like Chris Pratt and Jack Black and everything. In the, well, Chris Pratt and Jack Black specifically being in the Super Mario movie that's coming out, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and Seth Rogen, like like it's a it's. It's compiled by an algorithm. You know what I mean? Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure that these big studios for these like big budget films, they don't even like do casting anymore. You know what I mean? They just like, <laughs> right. they, they ask Chris, like, Chris, are you free from September to November? He's like, yeah. You know, I'm sure that's what the process is now. So it's, it was yeah. kind of cool to see that, you know, kind of cool to see a lot of these actors and actresses who I personally have never seen in, in any other context. And not only mm-hmm. are they in a movie, a, a you know, relatively big budget movie, but it's it, it's a movie where they get to pay so much homage to their heritage, which is cool. Yes. That's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, I say this all the time, like I think representation matters. Don't care how that makes me sound. I think it's mm-hmm. important and I love it. One of the producers, uh, Jane Myers, she is uh, from the Comanche Nation and Blackfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she wanted to make sure like that, like th- that cultural aspect played an important role in this and something really cool. I did a little digging. They actually ran an internship program on the production that brought in young native Americans to experience what a movie production is like. That's pretty which cool. I, I, so cool. So cool. Yeah. Um, I also think that the actress who played Naru has a really cool real life name, Amber mid thunder. That's yes, a, that's a pretty badass name. Not gonna lie, yeah, that's, that's right? pretty cool. Yeah, well, everyone's so, name is like is like cool. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just I'm like mid thunder. I was like, that's a cool name. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's I mean, that's let's stop beating around the bush. Let's get into it, right? Yeah, um, let's uh, let, let's uh, get into this. Amber Mid Thunder plays a character named Naru. Yeah, she's an 18th century Comanche, and she wants to become a warrior. And she like a hunter warrior, and she wants to go through this rite of passage. I'm gonna butcher this, uh, Kutamia. I know okay. I said that wrong. I'm Apologize. pretty sure you did. Yeah. Somebody correct me if you know it out there. Basically, <laughs> she needs to go hunt something big. Yeah. And then she'll become, you know, she like had this this status in her culture, which, which it's, I don't know. There, there's like a whole like rabbit trail I could go into where a lot of culture, modern cultures nowadays, like we don't have those rites of passage. And so it, it's cool to like see to see that portrayed in this. Yeah. Um, and, and my my take about her is she has the drive and the tenacity, but her skill set isn't 100 percent there. That, 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 that was like my take, like when we okay. first get introduced to her. OK, I, I just felt like uh, 
I mean, I, I, I guess I could agree with that. I, I've kind of felt that she had the skill set. She just didn't have the experience. That was more mm, on the lines of what, what, what I looked at. Like she has the, the raw abilities and, and the, 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 the capability. But like, for example, like, you know, early in the movie, she's, she's trying to go on her hunt. Um, you know, she knows how to like look for things, but that's necessarily isn't able to like understand what she's looking at. And I thought that was like a sign of like, you know, between them hunting the the lion and then later the bear, I thought that was very emblematic of like the lack of experience basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a good point. And like, again, speaks to my ignorance about this. I probably learned this in school at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know in the Comanche culture like how much women play a role in the the hunting and, and the war aspects, and so at least in this interpretation, it's like like the men, including her brother uh, Tabe or how Tabe. I, can't I think remember it's how his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they kind of humor her and like they'll let her do things, but like you said, like she doesn't have the experience because they're not like, hey, let's go hunting. They're not, yeah. she's not like actively being brought into this. Yeah, she, she's very much, it seems, self-taught, which I think is a credit to, again, her tenacity and the fact that she has a lot of potential. Yeah, I mean, I, I also really liked how, uh, you know, I think in, it's very easy for a plot like this to kind of lean into this whole, well, you're a woman, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, yep. And while thematically, I guess you can say that is something that's layered on, on mm-hmm. top of the conversation, um, practically, they... They, they they didn't, I guess you can say, include her simply because, she, A, she's kind of young. I think that was the other half of that conversation yeah. because there wasn't anyone really her age trying to do a hunt, right? Like, she's too ambitious. She's too eager. You know, I mean, I thought that was one of the other kind of said but unsaid things. Um, and I thought, like, the, the scene, you know, if you want to, like, just talk about it, just get into a little bit more, I think the scene that really spoke to that was when we first meet Tabe, and they, uh, you know, she's trying to shoot down the, uh, I think it's a hawk that was carrying a yeah, fish. Yeah, red-tailed hawk. You know, and she's, and she's looking at it, and she's trying to, like, line it up. She's trying to line up the shot. And Tabe is like, you know, just literally half-assed, just like shoots it and shoots <laughs> it, it down. Now, her, from her perspective, she's like, well, now you didn't shoot it in a in a in a place where you have to go get it. Like now yeah. you have to go through the water. Yeah. But Tabe's point of view is like, but yeah, but I got it. Like, yeah, I could sit here waiting all day for it, but I got it. And so, like, I thought that was a really good way to like show and not tell like where these two characters are. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. That, 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 no, that's that's a great point. And that, that comes up again later where like she has the, the even though she's young and has like the impulsivity of youth, not that I'm that old either, but whatever. Mm-hmm. She also understands like the importance of being patient when it comes to a hunt. Yeah. Which yeah. is, is a, a separate skill. Um, and, and, you know, diving into the, the plot a little bit more. Uh, we talked about Tabe, how he goes at, on these hunts and he's, he's looking for what he thinks is a, a mountain lion. Mountain lion, and yeah. you know th- this tribe of people they're out there and the comanche nation w- it was like groups of tribes it wasn't like yeah. one collective thing and so you know this particular tribe they're, they're out there on their own and tabe and, and his friends and relatives or whoever like they need to protect the tribe like there's a mountain lion they needed to go take care of it but naru thinks it's something else she picks mm-hmm. up on things other people don't mm-hmm. and she also sees a, a sign in the sky which is mm-hmm. very interesting 
like in her culture, she calls it something. I don't know if you recall what it was. I don't. I don't. She said it in their language, but event, yeah. essentially, she she takes <laughs> the predator ship. She takes that as like a sign from the gods that it's yeah. time for her to do her hunt because she's the only one who saw it crash land, which we'll get mm-hmm. into later. But yeah, um, I don't remember what it was called. Well, and actually, now that you bring that up, I really wish the entire movie would have been in Comanche. Yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, but and, and, I also like, think I also think it was it was kind of meant to show you how uh, intelligent not just she is, but their whole tribe is. Um, but specifically for her, I thought that was that was intentional. And we can get into a little bit why I think that was intentional because I thought it was weird that they flowed weirdly into like Comanche and English. Um, yeah yeah it, but and like yeah. t- to that to that point um a, like a film like parasite won best best picture it was mm-hmm. a foreign language film and so yeah. i feel like you could have done that with this like like yeah the, the, like it's I, been I done or, or mel gibson did it with passion of the christ like it's been done mm-hmm. with like big movies that were big successful movies. yeah yeah it, 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 it would have been cool to showcase that but you know the, no, nothing's perfect Nothing's perfect. Yeah, it happens. But, uh, and as you said, yeah. So she sees the sign, and it, it's a predator, which apparently, I guess, was called a feral predator. I have no yeah, idea what that so, means. So okay. So here's the thing. I like I said, if we have predator fans, I'm so sorry. Okay, predator movies. I'm not. I gotta. I gotta be honest with you. They're kind of cheeks. This is the first one I actually enjoyed a lot. But um, I think this one looked different than other predators. Like this predator did not look as um metallic i guess that's the best way it looked very uh, primal like like which makes like, sense. which was yeah which is cuz okay now i don't know how much you know about predator and again i'm so sorry i'm going to try to be as broad as possible because it's just been so long from my understanding there is this really cool dichotomy between the native americans and the and the predators right because from what I can remember, like I think predators get sent out into the into the world into the universe from their planet to essentially verify. It's, it's like their version of the Comanche hunt, if that makes any yeah. sense. Like, yeah. like they are sent off world to to essentially prove that they are the apex predator. So that when they come back, I think that's why they collect body parts or something like that. Because like yeah. when they come back, <laughs> you know, like like it's like their proof, that kind of thing. So that's why you know in the movie the predator is seen fighting, uh, you know, fighting the humans, fighting the bear, it's or, or the wolf. It's looking for that 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 thing to to so it knows like okay, I am top dog and I can go back. Uh, mm-hmm. So I I I thought that was such a cool like comparison. Because you're, the, yeah, you know what I mean. Because it's like they're both doing their hunt, if that makes any sense, which is cool. Oh, no, you know, you're, you're right. And like, camp, it, that did not like. It's almost too obvious that mm-hmm. like they're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't click with me until you said it just now. Like right. they're trying so, to prove it's the same thing. Like the Comanche, like they're trying to prove like I am top top dog. Like I am the apex predator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a rite of passage. So yeah. no, I'm not, that's as deep as I'm going to go because there's so much to it that I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But just like aesthetically, you know, there's a lot of similarities too between what the way the predators look. I mean, the predators literally look like they're wearing a headdress, right? So like, mm-hmm. so so the, I think it's really emblematic of like, you know, they, they are just natural uh, natural predators. And it's the I think I took it as like the movie's question is really asking, well, who's a, who's the prey? Who's really mm. the prey? And 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 so like I I 
you know, I, not, I mean, we can, we can keep moving along, but that was just like a, a good mirror that I saw between the two, you know, the two protagonists and antagonists. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. And like, I, I get the, I suspect that not a lot of people have seen this yet. So like, I'm not going to go too deeply into the plot because I, I, I want our listeners to check it out. It, it, it's, I think it's a movie worth checking out. Uh, just like uh, two things come to mind, how like this predator is not as advanced as the ones we have seen in the other films, which makes right. sense. This is like two, 300 years two mm-hmm. yeah, like 300, 300 years before yeah. the other predator. Yeah. 200. Sorry. Before 200, yeah. the other predator movie. So like, it makes sense yeah. that technology would be different. Uh, the cloaking is, is like not as strong as it is in the other movies. Yeah. Um, but like, what was really cool about this film is like, it's, it's layered in tackling, um, genres in a different way where you have the quote unquote man versus wild. Yeah. Like the Comanche lifestyle, like it is man versus wild. Like these people mm-hmm. are tough to survive. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, North America is a beautiful place. It's yeah. Really great. Like it is dangerous out there, man. If you're out in the yeah. wilderness. It, it reminded me of, uh, cause this movie took place in the great plains. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, uh, you know, it reminded me a lot of when I went to Yellowstone, I, I underestimated how a big Yellowstone was. I thought, you know, yeah. like going to Disney world, right. It's like a third of the state of Wyoming. So yeah. it's like, it's a, it's a big ass park. And when you get there, you're kind of just told like, Hey man, like, you know, we got Rangers, but they're not here to like really defend you. You're kind of, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta be on your P's and Q's about like where you are. And when you get out there, like you're hiking in these like, plains and fields you're by yourself there's no Mm -hmm. like if if a bear or a bison or whatever approached you out there like it's just you it's just you and nature and i think that's a concept i severely underestimated until we were 30 minutes into a hike you know what i mean like and i'm looking (laughs) around i'm like there's not a soul there's not a soul out here i got no reception I, I have no weapons on me except this bear mace. I'm like, this is wild that people <laughs> two, 300 years ago were like, this is just my, this is just Thursday for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, yeah. it's real. So if you've ever been in that, in those kind of scenarios, like this movie does a really good job of like, like showing you like how built the Comanches are for this lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then on the flip side, like the predators also experiencing that, like it's in a mm-hmm. weird way, it's like man versus wild for the predator mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he's like, intentionally seeking out these conflicts um and then you know yeah and then the, like so you have the, like the man versus nature um like story type but then you also have like the the sci-fi story blended together which yeah. which i think is, is a pretty cool thing yeah. um well, i thought the sci-fi part was so clever because they never explain it the movie doesn't try mm-hmm. to teach you like the predators actually, uh, blah, 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 from planet, but like, they doesn't ever go into that. So to right. the audience, it's just as foreign as a concept as the main, to the main character, main character doesn't really understand what's going on. So she's having to probe like, like you would actually, when you're hunting something like trying to learn habits, trying to understand what's happening to a, a creature or whatever. Like she's trying to understand what's going on at, at a, at a, at a level that I think is very emblematic of why the predator feels like a natural, in a weird way, why it feels like a natural um, uh, enemy in this film, right? Because it's not being presented as like a totally foreign concept because we're all trying to figure out what's going on too with the main character. Um, 
Yeah, and, and um, Naru, like she, like you see her hunter instinct kick in, and, and again, the, then you do have the question, like wh- who who's the prey here? Because because you know, no surprise, the predator, you know, it starts to tar- target the Comanche, mm-hmm. and Naru throws herself in between that and and wants to protect her people and prove that she's able to uh complete the this rite of, of passage yeah. and so yeah. she you know she's she's trying to like hunt down this thing she runs into the french which that, yeah. that was like an interesting thing that people probably casual remember not be aware of and understand that the french were in in uh, north america well they occupied southern basically most of like well if i can remember my american history basically what majority of america is today right i mean like that was part of what ended up being like the Louisiana Purchase, I believe. So it made sense that they were there. And mm-hmm. I thought I also thought that the way they were introduced was really clever because if you've ever seen a Predator movie, the first time we see um, any signs that there's other danger is Nauru's hunting and her dog, which I can't remember the dog's name. Um, but sorry. her dog. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry gets caught in a trap. And the first thing I said, I was like, that's not a predator trap. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> mm, yep, yep. yeah, yeah. So so that's that's our first sign that like and I, I, I thought that was the other thing that the movie did very well, that like, you know, in the wilderness, there are many things that can kill you. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. There are many things that can kill you. And so what was very clever is that the predator is not the only threat to the Comanche in this movie. I would actually argue they are the predator was a lesser threat than the more <laughs> eminent threat that they are about to be colonized, right? So it's yep. it's, it's doing you know you know what this movie like kind of reminded me of? It reminded me why I enjoyed like earlier Assassin's Creed games so yes, much because like dude. it took like real world uh real world history and added these sci-fi components that I thought worked really well and I thought this movie did that really well. Um, I, I, you know, I, I guess we're not going to talk about the ending, so I won't spoil too much, but I just thought that the, the way the French is introduced really sets up more movies that don't technically have to deal with the predator, uh, which is kind of cool when you think about that. Like that's, that's kind of a unique way to do like a, uh, to build a series, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there's, yeah, there's a lot here. Yeah, really, there, there, there's a lot of a lot of possibilities, um, but yeah, no. O- overall, like, I, I, I really loved seeing, um, like we talked about, like how tough the the Comanche were, and we we see how Naru is like such a, a tenacious, intelligent, and competent character. Like, mm-hmm. I love seeing a character that is in like a survival situation and they're competent. Yeah, like, they're not yeah. panicking. They're not doing something dumb. She makes mistakes. But they're like, you know, they're like normal mistakes. It's not like she like trips over her own feet running from the monster type of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think what I loved about this movie more than any other Predator movie I've watched was all the other Predator movies, from what I can remember, are these muscle. It's like it's like um, uh, the Gears of War. These giant yeah. muscle bound heads, men yeah. and women, whatever these meatheads. And it's like it's it's muscle versus muscle. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what was so interesting about this is that this is a more fitting like Naru is a more fitting uh, antagonist to from the predator's perspective, because she's not trying to fight him with muscle. 
right? Yes. And I thought, yeah. and I thought the the biggest, like again, I tell you that I tell you guys this all the time. Show me, don't tell me, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought the best scene in the movie is when uh, Tabe and Naro are both fighting the predator, which badass Dude, scene to begin so with. Cool. Because the so first cool. thing I said, I was like, "Yo, these people are fearless." <laughs> absolutely fearless i've never i don't look again i can't remember but i don't remember somebody literally going toe-to-toe in hand-to-hand combat with the predator okay it was single-handedly probably my favorite predator moment uh but it was really badass but you know knowing what happens at the end of that fight it makes sense where they bring the movie with naru's character Mm -hmm. because it's, it's trying to show you that like brute force takes you so far. Right. And it's, and I thought, you know, though I brought up like the beginning scene when Tabe is like trying to uh, show Naru, like, you know, killing the bird. It wasn't about being impulsive. It's about learning when to strike. And I think mm-hmm. that's the lesson that, that not that Naru learned throughout the movie. And I thought that's what, I think that's what worked for me. It really did. It really worked for me. Um, I did not think I was going to like this movie as much as I did. I, I came yeah. with zero expectations, but I actually enjoyed it <laughs> a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, um, and I, I know neither of us are big Predator fans. Did you understand the significance of a certain flintlock pistol or whatever kind of pistol it is? No, I figured it had some meaning because it was there a lot. So I'm like, OK, yeah. yeah. So that act- that pistol shows up in Predator 2. Oh, really? Which, okay. which brings in the question, like, how did the Predators get it? So, Like a hold of it? I wish we were talking about the actual story because there is a very, I think, intentional plot hole that is left absolutely wide open. And maybe people who are know more of the Predator story like already know the correlation. But did you catch how they tied, at least in my opinion, how they probably are going to tie this movie with other Predator movies? Uh, I don't know, actually. So if you... Okay, so I thought something that this movie did was being really self-contained, right? It, it kept yes, the story yes. relating to, you know, uh, Naru and her quest, the Predator and his quest, and the French. But we never see the Predator ship. Well, that's not true. That's, oh, but but you see what I'm saying? Like, it does leave that door open for more danger. And I thought, like, that's a very clever way to, like, link the future predator movies because it's like it's not over you know what i mean like i don't know it's yeah did you yeah. watch the the credits uh i i think i stepped away in the bathroom so i'm sure there's there, a... there's something to indicate a furthering of the story well that's what i figured that's what i figured because in the in okay i'm just talking about the, the actual theatrical cut of the movie it's never addressed right so I think you know if they if they if there is an end credit, that's cool. But no, I think it's the not point, an end credit. They actually oh, use the credit. actual credits to to they they, they oh, uh, kind of summarize the story it. in the yeah. credit, like okay. in, in like like drawings. Yeah, and then at the end, there's something oh, else that kind of There is more to the story. See, and that's that's what I like. I like that. I like yeah. that the movie self-contained. It does a good job of like just being yeah. about this specific story. Uh, what would you give it? Oh, what would I give this? Uh, I, I, dude, I give it two thumbs up. We don't have a rating system. We still need to figure that out. We still but need to give that I, up. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I loved, you know, seeing uh, the Comanches have their time to shine. Um, yeah. We have a, a mutual friend, Tyler, who 
lives in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And he was saying like that this movie is really big there. There's a lot of yeah, Comanche. Well, I'm, su- I'm, not su- um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. So like this, this has to be a really proud moment for them too. Like, well, yeah. hey, I'm I'm proud for them. That that was. I mean, again, if watch the movie, but I, I just thought that it was just well done. I, I'm gonna use you know like the uh, I'm gonna use like a one byte system, one through ten. I'm gonna give this movie. I'm, I'm gonna give this movie an eight too. Uh, I I enjoyed it a lot. It was really good. It's it's ninety minutes. You, I didn't really feel, and this is a this is a rare compliment for me here. Okay, there was no point in this movie that dragged, and yeah, that oh, and that totally. and that is a rare compliment because even movies that I love have these moment these low moments. But the pacing yeah. on in this movie is just it's 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 thought out. So yeah. I hope. You know, future movies keep these types of things in mind, just keeping it contained. You don't have to go big all the time. You know what I mean? You don't have to go, uh, you know, Marvel, you know, 20 movies down the road. Don't need Irishmen. Um, it could keep it contained. And they do so much in this movie and don't answer enough at the same time. So I'm like, yeah, I'm here for this. If we yeah. do Twitter like this, I'm here for it. Same. I, I would rewatch this movie. So I think that that. Is all I need to say about that. I agree. Yeah, I agree. This was a very rewatchable movie. So I was surprised I liked it. My wife liked it. Um, I'm here for this line of Predator. Don't let whoever directs the other Predator movies anywhere near this. I don't want to see Arnold in a time machine. For the love of God, please. Please. None of that. Just self-contained. That's that's what we want. Okay? No aliens. No aliens appearing. Uh, just self-contained. You'll just keep it like this. We like this. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate every one of you who listen. Uh, guys, you have no idea how much the support that you guys give us, all, all five of you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we, you have no idea the support that you guys give us. We appreciate it. Um, we love hearing from you guys. We love seeing you guys listening to the show. Um, if you are new to our show, you can find us on uh Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast from. Uh, if you want to follow more of us, we are on every social media platform, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Um, we are growing our bandwagon and we want you to grow with us. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. The Bandwagon Fan Podcast is hosted by Josh Jimenez, Alex Mogosa, and me, AJ Soy. Our show is produced by Kate Smith and edited by your boy, AJ. Our social media is managed by Natalia Kokulia, and our theme song, Lush Waves, is provided to us by Taylor Lewin of Underscore Audio. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.